1: Alfie, the one and only, the hello 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 it's welcome out. to the jimmy star show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment what's up everybody we got a great show for you today before i get started let me introduce my cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron russell oh my
2: god what a day today what a first day first you say hi to everybody
1: and then you well, tell they about your know day. Me. hi now,
2: everybody no because you got to introduce all the other stuff i have to introduce all the other, what other stuff
1: what do you, you got to introduce chad say hi, hi to the chat Go, room all that stuff Go, goes chad. First. he's in florida
2: what the fuck does Thanks, he know? He's in Florida. what's up everybody oh, just get it out hey, of the way how's how's it going everybody you know oranges. <laughs> what does he know what does dean oh, know at he's
1: right look how orange we look we look like oh, we were, very,
2: we were very orange.
3: <laughs> he was right.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, well, you guys, dad. we're going to be orange today. We'll fix it next week because we don't have time right now. I like but.
2: being orange. <laughs> it's like some tan, man. Let me tell you, it's better than... Remember that tan we used to get years ago you spray on?
1: Yeah. They still do that.
2: That's what I look like. I got sprayed on with that orange tan. Little 80s
1: orange. I, Your uh, shirt looks beautiful.
2: I know, but I did that shit tan once. What was it called? That spray tan. S- spray tan was it called? Yeah. Came in a can and you sprayed yourself. <laughs> yes. I remember my daughters sprayed their legs and they didn't spray the rest of them, and they looked like they had on orange leotards. They were screaming. <laughs> I loved it.
1: <laughs> so how you doing, Chad? Everybody, that's is Chad Murphy, the man behind the boards. Doing
3: well. It's been raining here, I think, for what four days, four nights. It hasn't really. It just now stopped. We were about ready to call Noah for the second round, but well, looks like we're going to survive.
2: Raining here for two weeks, Re- oh. rain, cloudy, horrible, disgusting weather. We Cold. had two sunny days out Cold.
1: of like 14.
2: Now, Saturday, we're going to Fire Island. And it's going to be 80 degrees and not a cloud in the sky, pure sunshine. Perfect. So, so Jimmy should burn. He should just, you know, come like go on fire. He's so exploded mean. Pr- flames anyway. on, on the ferry boat going over. The Let's say hi boat. to
1: everybody. What's up? Chat room. Hope you guys are doing well. We want to say hi to Tristan in Australia, Iris in Germany, Ginger in, where's Iris Ginger? Belgium? Belgium. Um, Correct. I just belch,
2: so it's like Everybody else
1: who's in the chat room, because I can't see. So hello, what's up, chat room? (sighs) We got a really fun show for you today. We're going to have illusionist Rob Blake coming on. Then we have America's Got Talent season one winner, Bianca Ryan. She's all grown up now. We've had her on the show two other times in the past. She's great. She's got a new single we're going to be playing for everybody. So it's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, Ron wants to tell you about his day.
2: (laughs) Why are you saying it with such cynicism? Because it was funny. It wasn't funny. Listen, I am an American citizen, I belong to the United States of America, and uh, I have the right, as a citizen and a taxpayer, to ask questions. I went to get license plates for my little car, you know, the baby. Pennsylvania plates. Yeah, because the baby came up from Florida, and she only had temporaries on. So we go into this building. And I said to this bitch behind the counter who was a blonde, long blonde hair. First
1: puss- you went to the Department of Motor Vehicles. No, I
2: didn't want to bother. That's a waste of time. Okay. This blonde was good looking. She might have been a knockout if she had, she lost 20 pounds and exercised and maybe.
1: It, and didn't have tattoos all over her yeah, neck. Yeah,
2: tattoos. And if she didn't have something sticking out of her cheekbone, a diamond. I don't know what the diamond got in there. She probably swallowed it and it went to her cheekbone. But anyway, I mean, aside from being evil and, you know, goofing on her, she was a bitch. First, she was cold and nasty and didn't even look at us. And she kept tapping the paper like some amateur. You know, like when you're a child and you go, and this is here and this is here and this is here. That's what she kept doing. And I wanted to hit her for that reason alone. Not really hit her. Yeah, but just yell at her. So I asked her a question. And she wasn't nice and she ignored me. And I said, may I ask you a question? Now she cannot go against me because I said, may I, bitch, ask you a question she said yes what is it i said um does any of the money you people make here like the fifty nine dollars we're giving you now for the license plate does any of that go to the state of pennsylvania because they're hard up for money they just got rid of the tag that goes on the license plate. they don't plate. send
1: you stickers anymore
2: no because they can't afford the metal god forbid listening to this or whatever the sticker whatever it is to put on the license plate it costs too much money that's the state of mind that is in So I said, Do you send the government or the state any money? She said, Well, we send them a percentage after we take our money.
1: That's not what she said. I'm
2: saying what she said. I mean, what are you, like a (laughs) communist or something?
1: She said that we are we are we work directly with the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation and and they they get all the fees. You know, they're Jim, supposed you don't know make get.
2: stories funny. You're very droll. I know it's droll, but tell no, you are like the right. your fucking father, Bradley, was I know, like that. You have your to tell father right. was just like that. Your father. You could, were
1: mad because it was a ripoff because no, you have to pay an extra I, I, sixty I finished bucks the story or the hundred bucks.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I no longer will speak about this story because S Works decided to come in with his bullshit to ruin my little funny story. Okay, now it is of no value. Now it became sure a, it is. No, now it became a Trump war argument. It's
1: not a Trump war argument.
2: Did you know that if it wasn't for Pennsylvania, Trump never would have came in.
1: They said that may you bitch, you can bitch all you want. Right. I know
2: that, but I want to know how many people like Pennsylvania now.
1: Anyway, I so, know so California, Chad, they, yeah.
2: they hate everybody. Here's in the
1: way it works, though, Chad. Like, you don't go and pay the Department of Revenue. I mean, not the Department of Revenue, the Department of Transportation. You don't go to the Driver's License Bureau to get your tags. They send you to a place that makes you pay an extra $100 premium to them for doing it for the Department of Transportation. I'm sure there's always some corruption to be made. No
2: Pennsylvania doubt. is so full of <laughs> shit. And the fat bastard governor, what is his name? That fat pig. <laughs> oh, I
1: know.
2: That big horse, that 300 pounds. That's New Jersey. Oh, that's the same <laughs> shit. Pennsylvania, <laughs> New Jersey, New York, it's all the same shit. You drive from Pennsylvania to New York, what do you think? You see different scenery? You say the same old shit. Crappy stores, Hindus in, in gas stations that don't speak English, and they torture you when you go there, and they say, Halana. and you say, fill it up, please.
1: You know what, Chad? In, in New Jersey, you're not allowed to pump your own gas. They have to, you yeah. have to pull up, and you have to have let them pump it for you. Is that some type
3: t- of safety t- issue?
2: Oh the hell of They, yeah, they, it they give a shit in New Jersey about safety. <laughs> hey, the way they drive, <laughs> hey, they kill.
1: Long yeah, as the, the worst long as, drivers. long as they're quick, hey, ha- help yourself. They're actually, pretty quick. It's not too bad. Yeah. No,
2: it, they don't understand and the gas you. Is cheaper, but they don't, they understand, don't you understand you. Again. You say put in thirty-five dollars. Honda, 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 35 Thirty-five, three, five, thirty-five fucking dollars. Then they understand you if you curse.
3: I'm picking put you Put it
2: in front of it or after it, he understands you. Yeah, that's a universal language. Well, yeah. people get annoyed. You know, you're sitting in the car, it's raining, the window's down. You're saying to him $35, and this guy's saying, well, learn English, baby. You know how to count the money. We'll learn how to say it. The money has
1: words. You yeah, what else happens, though, Chad, is the gas in, in New Jersey is actually cheaper than gas in Pennsylvania. So hold on, hold on. Absolutely. The gas is and cheaper, and,
3: and they pump it for you.
1: And they pump it for, you. That's, pump for you. that's a
3: blessing. That's a blessing.
2: But you got to be careful they don't slip a dynamite in your gas tank.
3: <laughs> and you got to speak Vietnamese, according to Ron. So, got yes. No, not,
2: not, they're not Vietnamese. What they're Hindu. They? Hindu. Hindu. Indians. Oh, okay, Hindu even better. from India. Gotcha. People from but, India. But when it's 10 degrees outside. Every gas station in New Jersey is owned by an Indian. Okay. It, it,
1: it's very nice, though, in the winter time when it's 10 degrees outside and you don't want to have to get out and pump the gas because it's snowing. Right, through. right. No you no doubt. don't
2: have to say... Thirty-five dollars, forty times, and have like two pounds of snow come in on you and freeze your death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it here. So
1: anyway, on a serious note, first of all, you guys, we want to say hi to the new people that keep jumping into the chat room. So hello, hello, everybody. And uh, oh, I have two things to say. What time do I have? Three ten. Okay, we have five minutes. Okay. First of all, on a uh, on a serious note, real quick, everybody um i don't know how, how many people follow but um if you're on twitter please follow at k hollow sixteen it's k a y h o l l o w sixteen she's a really beautiful young girl she's um having a really bad battle with cancer her mother um is having Who really, is this? Who really? Is this? She's a friend of mine on Twitter, and she's got. She's a friend of everybody in the chat rooms on Twitter. She's uh, serious. She's got a serious problem with cancer. They're not sure if she's going to live. Oh, stop this story! She, no, she's got a GoFundMe campaign to help pay for oh, her medical yeah. costs. Well, just tell people to send and money. so, please But follow. don't say
2: she's not going to make no, it. No, she's, she's going to. Ma- I didn't say she's what, not. Your gonna name make is Jazoo. I
1: didn't say she's you, not going to make it. Your name is Jazoo now. Anyway, her name's Katie Holloway. You guys, she's on Twitter at Hollow 16 Her mother's name is Roxanne, and she's going to be fine. She's also going through a Battle with back surgery and stuff. They're having a really tough f- time as a family. They got a GoFundMe account. How, how old? To try to she? raise money. She's probably sixteen or seventeen.
2: Oh, she's gonna make it. She's and young. They're she, like rubber beautiful. bands. She's gonna Us. make so it.
1: So please, you guys, follow K Hollow sixteen on Twitter. Once you get on there, hit the GoFundMe link. Even if you can only donate a dollar, you know they're trying to raise money to pay their insurance premiums every month so they can continue coverage to try to. Isn't
2: it, it a shame down. in this country that we have to do this? supposedly the richest country in the world go to america the streets are paved in gold you get there they give you everything for free some people do but not us
1: it's terrible also on a fun note you guys there's another friend of ours on twitter her twitter handle is this is miss dark it's t-h-i-s-i-s-m-i-s-s-d-a-r-k she's got a great great uh designs called Dark Designs with a number four after it. Um, she's doing all kinds of pride custom designs for Pride Month for the LGBT community. And you can go to darkdesigns4.etsy.com and follow her on Twitter. She's super cool. So please follow Hollow 16 and Dark Designs 4 on Twitter. I appreciate it. And we're going to take a quick music break. Um, Chad, how about if we do uh, Togo ultra rock cannonball song? Let's do it. All right, everybody. So this is Togo Ultra Rock. The name of the song is Cannonball. Hope you enjoy it. and We'll come back and call our guests.
4: The first time when I saw you, I was fine. And the second time I knew you would be mine. A one-sided cyber romance. Yes, I was hoping for a strolling land. Then I saw...
3: Ball.
1: All right, everybody, so that's Togo Ultra Rock. He's going to be coming on the show in the next month or so. He's a super great uh, rock singer. He's really cool. He's got pink hair, so it should be a lot of fun. I think we'll enjoy it. So, Chad, you're going to have to help me on this next one. Help you? Yeah, because we're going to talk to Rob Blake. we got to call him because we're time to call, and, and I don't think that our that Ron's coming back. <laughs> Forever? Uh, who knows? He's upset right now, so oh, what can I do? Ron. So let's, let's call Rob. Let's call him. We have dead air, though.
3: Rob Blake, come in.
1: There we go. Hello. All right. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you today? Fantastic. Let me tell Oh, good. I can see you very well. Perfect. Hi. Where are we calling you from?
5: I just got home to uh, Oklahoma.
1: Oh, wow. Where I'm in here, Oklahoma?
5: Just, uh, Norman, just out of
1: Oklahoma City. Never been. Okay. But I see you're all well set up. We got the headphones, nice background. We can see you. So it's working pretty good. I'm very happy for that. Perfect. All right, so now, now that we know that we can uh, hear you, let me do a intro for the show. Um, all right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super talented, one of the world's most celebrated illusionists, Mister Rob Blake. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Before I get started, let me introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mister Chad Murphy.
3: Hey, Rob. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Chad. Thanks for having me on. Good to have. And then we
1: have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody. There you go. And if you guys want to follow Rob on Twitter, he's at Rob Lake Magic on Twitter. That's R-O-B-L-A-K-E-M-A-G-I-C on Twitter. Or you can check out his website. It's RobLake.com. That's me. There you go. That, that's you. All right. So so tell us a little bit about you as as Rob Lake, the illusionist.
5: Sure. I uh, started doing magic when I was a kid, and now I get to travel all over the world performing my illusions in casinos and theaters and arenas. And I actually have one of the largest uh, touring illusion shows in the world right now.
1: There you go. Congratulations. I read uh, someplace or maybe in a bio or something. In 2008, you were the youngest Merlin
5: Award winner ever in history, which is an International Stage Magician of the Year Award. Right. That is like the Magic industry's Oscar or Grammy or Tony Award. So it's kind of where the magicians uh, get together, the biggest magic organization in the world. And they nominate a magician every year. And I was uh, the 2008 International Magician of the Year.
1: Okay. And how old were you if you were the youngest one? Uh,
5: I was 25 then.
1: There you go. Okay, so twenty-five, and we can do the math: twenty-five in two thousand and eight, and we're in so nine years. So so you're thirty-four now. There you go. Okay, and and where are you doing shows at the moment?
5: I uh, next week we take off for Lake Tahoe, where I will be at Harrah's Lake Tahoe for the entire summer. We were there for the inter uh, for the winter, and I'm excited to go back for the summer.
1: So you got an actual like residency for the whole summer. I do. I do. That's like a big deal for a magician, right? It is. Uh, we, oh, I guess a agi- just illusionist. I'm sorry. I said magician. I
5: should say it's, they're it's, almost interchangeable it. for me. So okay, uh, okay. You know, an illusionist is a type of magician. So uh, illusions would be a big stage show like what I do, where we have uh, four semi trucks that take uh, to travel the show around. So it's nice to be parked in a place like um, Lake Tahoe for the summer, where, as opposed to doing a lot of one-nighters, where everything has to be set up and taken down in a matter of hours.
1: Yeah, which is like nice. And so how about how many people then do you play for every night? Uh, I think the theater holds around 700. Well, that's a lot. Okay. So it's a lot of fun. Do you have, oh, I, hear,
5: I hear that you're, you have a dog that's part of your whole thing. I do. You know, the hardest thing about being on the road so much is uh, not having a dog. And so uh, about a year ago, I adopted a rescue dog, and he travels with me. And he even has a couple cameos in the show on the nights he's up to it, and uh, it's it's made my life so much uh, less stressful and so much better just having him uh, with me all the ways on the road.
1: It's a Yorkie mutt named Roger. That's right. Yep. we actually have two rescue dogs, Brandy and
5: Shazam. And one of them's, the best.
1: They're the best. They're the best. But one of them is uh, Shazam. He's like a hundred and. Thirty pound, like Brazilian Mastiff, and so he's a little bit harder to handle. It's not like you could just take him around with you everywhere. You're like, like you're taking a Yorkie, a Yorkie sure. that works much better. But I love the fact that you dedicate time to animal rescue. So I think that's a really, Absolutely. really cool thing.
5: Some of the greatest, you know, uh, you know, friendships in my life have been actually dogs I've had growing up or living with me. So every year I try to do uh, actually many places benefit shows or or events where we can support animal rescue groups. There you go, which I think is fantastic.
1: So you have to to get him like a brother or sister.
5: Uh, You know, uh, whenever I'm home, uh, he gets to play with my mom's dog and uh, my sister's dog, my grandparents' dog. And actually, uh, the day I rescued him, my grandparents actually adopted the female he was rescued with, too. So he still gets to see his uh, good friends quite a bit.
1: Oh, yeah. So that's super nice. I like that. Okay. So you were named the top illusionist in the world by Caesars Entertainment. And that's what I read now. I'm going sure. off of stuff I saw on your bio, so if uh, if anything's wrong it's yeah. you guys. I, I mean, I I'm, I'm
5: pretty humble, so I like to say <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> you know, okay. I, I love the industry. There are lots of great people, but it was a big honor whenever I was uh, named one of the top illusionists in the world. They said the top, but I say one of. Okay,
1: so tell us some of the places cuz I wrote down you've worked you've performed on network television, Times Square, the Vegas Strip, Atlantic City, casinos, yeah. arenas and theaters worldwide and the White House. Which president?
5: Uh W. Oh, there you go. Yeah that was a w- way it was um I'm trying to think that was a long long time ago early early on for him i think
1: okay that that that, that works though it's a lot of fun so tell like what w- what kind of different tv shows have you been on
5: sure i've done th- i've done uh, of course all sorts of talk shows and interview shows and things all over the world and and some in languages i don't don't know what the shows called uh, i did masters of illusion on the cw network i've been on uh, we recently did uh, Hall- hallmark channels home and family show
1: Oh, I, I and, saw that on Twitter. I retweeted
5: that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You, you've got a great. Uh, you're very active on Twitter. So are all yes, your supporters, fans. That's pretty awesome.
1: Everybody in the chat room is on Twitter, and then we we know them all, and, and everybody's you know everybody I supports. Actually, we all support each other. So it's not just they support me, and I support the things that they do too. And it's a lot of fun. It works really well.
5: Well, I, I got a lot of very active and nice, and uh, you know, I've had conversations with some of them on Twitter already myself. Uh, just from whenever you announced we were going to do the show. So thanks.
1: Yeah, there you go. So it's a lot of fun. So tell us a little bit about the people that are in the pictures behind your...
5: Oh, okay. Behind I, I, I love history. I love magic, and I love history. So I collect posters and artifacts from old magicians. I've got uh, Houdini and Carter and Thurston and um, Alexander Herman. These were magicians from kind of the vaudevillian era, the golden era of magic. And a lot of the illusions we perform today are based on things that they do. Like,, uh, for example, I put a show, a new illusion in my show um a month ago, or uh, I guess in December, a couple months ago. and uh, it was based on one of Houdini's most famous illusions, but we perform at uh, much more modern and and faster speed and, and different than he did, but it still has a foundation in what Houdini was most famous for.
1: Absolutely, which is cool. Have you seen like all the different movies on Houdini?
5: Oh, I have, absolutely. You know he was really a fascinating character. and um I recently uh, finished a book where some people were saying he was actually a spy for the u s government. Oh, actually, oh, they—they well,
1: they said you know I wrote a book on Charlie Chaplin and they said that about Charlie Chaplin too that he was. Do you like think a he was? Um, I, I don't know if he was or not, but either way, he got penalized and punished for being one. So, so uh, I'm not actually sh- sure. I did do a documentary on it, and we just we just brought up the fact that he actually, you know, was charged and believed to be but i don't know if it's true or not so i think it's probably true yes but i don't i can't like actually say that for a fact so sure. same way with the same thing that you would be able to say with like a houdini you don't really oh, know sure, what you, sure, you, but you really think right exactly right. so do you see do you watch any of the like the magician movies like did you see now you see me and now you see oh, me i did too? yeah i
5: thought those were really fun and uh kind of brought life back into magic it's kind of going on a surge and i think the now you see me films had a big uh had a big support in that
1: Actually, the first one. I thought the first one was fantastic Absolutely. awesome. It's got a great cast yep. and everything. The second one was a little bit weaker. I didn't like the girl Agreed. in the second one as much as the girl in the first one, even though she was in True Blood and I liked her a lot. But, but the second one, the story line was a little
5: bit weaker than the first one. I, I agree. I agree. You know, but that's the case for most sequels across the board.
1: Absolutely. I, oh no, you gotta love it. Well, what about like? Do you watch shows like America? Like I watch America's Got Talent. i don't actually watch it. I watch it on YouTube, and like they always have a ton of like magicians and illusionists. Mm-hmm. Yep, Some of them are really good some of them are really good and sometimes i don't even get like they're so good like you don't even get like sure why is, sure like nobody ever like knows about them like like do you ever watch those number one and then how did you kind of like get your break because you kind of like bypassed that and everybody knows I did. who you I are did, you
5: know it, I, for me to they call to try to get me to do the show quite often and to do that i would actually have to quit working to kind of backtrack to do that which is you know tough to do um but i, I do i do see it usually not live people send me youtube links or share it with me another way and it's um uh, it's really great. Whenever there's good magic, it helps all magic shows. And, and again, I love magic. So if there's good magic out there, I think it's absolutely great. And how I got my break, I was um, I actually left college when I was 20 to try to do this full time. And then a couple of years after struggling, I got my first gig and it was overseas in Japan for about six months. And, actually,
1: uh, they love a lot of, they love like a lot of American music and a lot, yeah. a lot of different things in, in America. So if you can, a lot of times, if you break in over there it, it actually you can become a superstar over there and people might not even know you here uh, in America. I don't know that like Nikki Hilton, I don't know if you like follow gossip, but Nikki and Paris Hilton, Nikki Hilton, like, I mean, everybody knows who she is, but in sure. in Japan, when she shows up in a plane, you know, like that hunt, like oh, yeah. thousands of people yeah. Yeah. come to, to meet her off the plane. Cause she's like, sure. she's like a Justin Bieber or something. <laughs>
5: Yeah, they they love uh, American pop culture for sure, and they also really uh, love magic as a culture. You know, it's more embedded in their um, and their mythologies of the culture as well. So magic is really um, a big deal for Asian cultures for the most part.
1: Like oh, I love it. Actually, they had uh, they had some really good ones on uh on uh, America's Got Talent this this past. No, no, Britain's. I think it's Britain's Got. I don't know. I watch them. You know, both, I've heard so. that too. I've been
5: caught up. I've got a few emails I need to click on and, and watch. I've been traveling so busy, I haven't had a chance to. But yeah, I do look forward to catching up and seeing all the newest stuff.
1: There's a girl who just became runner she was runner up on Britain's Got Talent and mm-hmm. her name is Issy Something. I don't even know her last name, but she was on Britain's Got Talent and she's a magician, but she's like nine years old or something or eight yeah, years old. and great. I was like, oh my gosh, you know she's doing stuff that's they were even saying you know they've had people on you know that are like old magicians sure. that have been doing it forever that weren't as clever as she was. Sure. you know I don't know how they do the different things but but it was really really you know fun and and yeah.
5: so no, what I, I look forward to seeing that so for sure.
1: What do you think? Okay, so like in in uh, in now you see me, you had the uh, you had the Morgan Freeman character, you know, right, who like basically right. was like the person, you know, uh, what do you call that one? Kind of like, exposing. Yeah, the trips, exposing, yeah, yeah exposing right. all the trips. Yeah. And, and I, I noticed there's we used to have a TV show. I don't know if we magician. still have. Yeah, like like what do you think of that kind of stuff where the people are doing that and and really kind of like wrecking all the surprises.
5: You know, there always will be people who do that. Uh, And as a kid, I was really into magic as a teenager. And that's when that show came out. It was very, very popular. And it made my blood boil (laughs) as a kid. Um, You know, now uh, I'm not a fan of it. I think it's, you know, bad karma and just a bad, um, uh, you know, I I just, I don't think it does does good. Uh, Magic is all about the mystery and the fun and. And you know, I'm honest to my audience. I say I'm going to trick you, so it's not like I'm scamming them or conning them. And they come in buying a ticket, knowing that I will perform an illusion or or deceive them in some way. I get paid to deceive people for a living. So for somebody to try to go and ruin the fun, it really just takes tries to takes the magic out of it. Uh, and as a kid, I was more frustrated because the things they're were exposing were more uh, widely available. Whereas now, my my custom illusions are more challenging, so it'd be difficult for them to expose something I do in my show now compared to you know what I was doing as a kid or a teenager.
1: I actually have a video clip. Chad, I know you were playing it, but people couldn't hear it. Can we like put together the video clip? Sure. Um, so I actually did your like highlight reel. I pulled it off oh, cool. of YouTube so we could awesome. play it for everybody, and we're going to play it. It's only like three three minutes long or something, so sure. we'll kind of hang out. We'll talk about it after it gets done. Perfect. Um, but how about you introduce it, Chad? Do you have it ready? I do. All right. You introduce it for us, Rob, and then just hang on while we're, while everybody's listening to it. And so I'm
5: pretty it. sure these are going to be some of the uh, highlights from uh, my current touring show right now. So enjoy.
1: Here
3: we go. There you go. That was a nice video. I liked it. There
1: Thank you. you go. So, you hey, guys, that's the video highlights. You can also go to Rob Blake's – I think it's Rob Blake Magic, right, the YouTube page?
5: Yes, uh, I believe so. I think and it's Rob Blake p- Magic on Instagram and Facebook and everything.
1: So he's got a whole bunch of other videos. And if you go to roblake.com, then you can uh, see all the different kinds of things he's got going on. You can also Absolutely. see his touring schedule, where he's going to be playing. So, so while we were – I was trying to talk, but then it got too loud. So, like, when you're actually um, – when you're when you go, like you're all set up and you're ready to do the shows and stuff. Do you guys have to rehearse it then every single day for the
5: show? That uh, night? it really depends. You know, we may not rehearse the entire show every day. Like uh, if if it's a difficult venue where everything changes and how we have to present things because of the venue, we, of course, we'll rehearse as much as we can. Uh, but if something doesn't go great, or I have an idea, or just to stay fresh, we will try to rehearse uh, at least some elements every day, just because the show needs to be as fresh and perfected and polished as possible.
1: And then do you have like a bunch of like beautiful women and stuff? I, I saw do. some women in the thing, so I'm assuming
5: that you do. I, I have a, I have a wonderful team. I've got uh, beautiful dancers who are very talented who uh, travel with us, and a giant crew that travels with us as well. Do
1: you like? Are you like a rock band? You know, like that travels with like a huge like you know 48 foot semi with all your stuff in it? Uh, four semi trucks. Four semi trucks. Four semi
5: trucks. Yep. Yep. And then oh, we my. will either fly in or bus in, depending on the route into uh, where we're headed. Oh
1: my gosh! So do you have like a tour bus that you like sleep on with beds and everything? Sometimes,
5: too? sometimes we do. It just <laughs> depends on the depends on the touring dates and where we're headed and uh, where we've been.
1: So being an illusionist is very similar to being a rock star. And some with just a lot more equipment. <laughs> do you have like groupies then who follow you? around I do, from place I do. to place,
5: especially on social media. But I do absolutely. <laughs>
1: You gotta love it. Okay, so okay. we sing. We're single. We're married. We're dating. Uh, very
5: single. Very dedicated to the work. I mean, I I travel ninety percent of the year. So uh, so life is the show. It's, it's kind of cool though, because you could have like a different girlfriend
1: in every in every t- town, you know, and and then just have a, like a lot have a like a regular person to go see, and you wouldn't get tired of them because you would be <laughs> somewhat different all the time. That's right. That's right. You got to like love it. I love that. So again you guys if you want to follow Rob you can follow him at Rob Lake magic on Twitter or roblake.com uh is his actual website and he's on social media and he's on Twitter like and and, and actually just go check out all his stuff cuz it's like really cool. So what's your do you have a favorite trick? What's your, like your most uh, favorite trick to perform number 1 and number 2? Like how often do you add new big illusions?
5: Sure. Uh, those almost go hand in hand. I create the illusions of the show. So asking for a favorite is tough because some of these have been in development for eight or nine years. Um, last summer I put an illusion in the show that's the most difficult I've ever done. And it, um, it's every night I do it's still the most difficult every night. And uh, it was in the works for um, six or seven years and it finally made it to the show. So to pick one is kind of like picking a favorite pet or a favorite kid. You know, it's hard to pick just one, but things that make it most exciting for me every night are the pieces that involve the audience. Even if it's a grand illusion, I bring audience members on stage to be part of the magic, just so, um, just to make it more interactive, more impossible, and more of an experience for everybody. So that's probably more, more of my favorite style of illusions. Um, and you know, uh, and like I said, I just, I just try to create them all. So we're trying to put a few new ones in uh, this summer um but it's a work in progress so you never really know exactly when it's going to go in the show uh, it's a lot of trial and error Come sometimes can take months sometimes can take years uh, lots of prototype lots of development and lots of rehearsals then sometimes back to square one to start over and and go again
1: yeah so you do get some that you like spend lots of time on and then it just doesn't work and you have to figure it out again or drop it
5: absolutely absolutely oh you know try not to drop it i just sometimes it stimulates a uh, different type of creativity and and thinking so and I have. Sometimes some, go ahead. I was
1: going to say there's a question in here from Tristan, and he's in Australia. Hey, which Tristan. he said, "What's your most act? You're most proud of, if any?" Which you kind of answered when you said you did all of them. So you kind of like all of them. But then it says, "How did you balance your development between traditional illusions and developing your own signature ones?"
5: Sure. Uh, as a kid, uh, it can be very costly and very, very time-consuming to create an illusion. And kind of like in music, there. Uh, if you go to music school, I assume you would study the the principles, the foundations, the classics first before you branch out into creating your own. So magic is kind of the same way. The more readily available illusions and tricks to do are uh, are very kind of standard and classic pieces. And um, like I said earlier with the thing I created based on a Houdini bit, that's uh, developed uh, my version of something that has its foundations in a classic piece. So um, I guess to answer your question, Tristan, it's always being creative and trying to Come up with my own personal personality and touch of making an illusion really feel cool to me.
1: They actually like uh, a bunch of martial. They were putting your Twitter handle in the chat oh, room perfect. so they could follow you. But um, awesome. someone else made a comment that they like the one where the like girl gets folded up into the blanket. Yes, and disappears. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess that must have been, uh, since I, I was talking to you and I didn't actually watch the whole reel,, uh, sure. like so I didn't actually see is that that must have been one of them that was in it, right? though that was that, yeah, absolutely that yeah. your yeah, it was reel?
5: based on Japanese origami, and a, a girl gets folded up into a small cube, so yeah, you got. Absolutely, really
1: cool to be you to know like all the stuff like that's going on behind to make all that stuff happen. Because whenever you see a magic act, and then you look in the audience, Mm -hmm. and everybody's face is so like, you know, amazed and awesome and everything. And for you as the person who creates the illusion, that must be a really cool feeling to to like look out at the audience and say, "Yeah, I did it!" And look, they're all impressed and like. Yeah, there's
5: just enough glow from the stage lights where I can see the faces, and you just see the even the most uh, uh, hardened adult has this look on their face where they just look. Anything could be possible, just a sense of wonder, they look like a kid just for an instance, you know they regroup and regain themselves in composure, but just for a moment, it looks like any kind of magic uh could be possible. And there's a smile and twinkle their eye, and just uh, that's one of my favorite parts of doing what I do.
1: I love it. I think it's fabulous. so do you like to go watch magic shows and do you go see other people's shows when when you're not performing? if you were to go out as entertainment,
5: would you go see someone else's show? Not really as much anymore sometimes I will um but usually not, I find inspiration now in other things, like movies or uh, the Disney theme parks or other attractions that are just or Broadway shows or, or a really good concert. Things like that inspire me more uh, than actual magic show these days. So um, and also I live my, I live in theaters and I live doing a magic show, so sometimes on a day off, I may not want to go see another magic right,
1: show. right. Right. Well, if, if you were to go, would you like
5: to let them know you were coming? it depends i mean that's the courtesy thing to do uh, it's a small world where everybody kind of knows everybody so uh, you know we you know i would you know they would call me for comp tickets or vice versa or or if we have a mutual friend so we'd you know get in touch that way so
1: Oh, that's so funny. I was just thinking, uh, maybe I'm like devious, or I was just thinking so that way they would know you weren't there trying to like, you know, steal whatever they're oh, doing because sure. you'd be like, hey, you know, I'm in the audience and I just came to really because I wanted to see your show, you know. Sure, and, sure, exactly. And you don't have to worry that it won't be in my show next week.
5: <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> no, I think there's a mutual respect among the industry to uh, respect each other's things.
1: Oh, somebody in the chat room asked if if, if you ever screw up. Like, do you ever like have oh, a, sure. something go totally wrong?
5: You know, it's such a big machine with so many moving parts and so many people that uh, we pr- try to come up and brainstorm every possible contingency for what could go wrong. Uh, this way, if it could, does go wrong on stage, my entire team can jump to plan B or C or D and plan accordingly so the audience won't know. But sometimes things go wrong where we can't control it, like power goes out for the entire block that the theater's on. That's happened a few times in a few places. And uh uh, one time the, uh, fire sprinkler. That really wouldn't
1: be on, that's not really like no. on you though. Oh, well the fire sprinkler going off could be on you. If it, it, it could be, fire. but, but <laughs> if it wasn't,
5: exactly. <laughs> so no, I mean, but, but if you're in the middle of like levitating somebody and that happens and all the lights go out or you have a bunch of volunteers on stage and, and, uh, you know, power has an issue or something goes wrong, you've got to go through these contingencies and these plans so that you can, uh, adapt and, you know, keep the show afloat. And to and have
1: do you already have contingency plans set up, like in your head or whatever? Like, okay, if the lights go out, this is what I would try to do. Sure, I mean, it might sure. not work. It's
5: part of the rehearsal process too, you know, we we go with, okay, if this if uh the curtain breaks or if this doesn't happen or you know if something goes wrong in illusion, what do we do? We try to go through every possible scenario with the whole team so that not only I have it in my head, but my entire staff can jump to those plans too. Know, and I the like audience that. hopefully will never know.
1: Okay, so let's go off of illusions a little bit, and let's go into. Okay, so you said you like to go like watch movies, and some movies sure. are inspirational. What are some movies that are have been inspirational for you, or what's your
5: favorite movie? Okay, that is a probably the most impossible question you could ask me. <laughs> I, I love good movies. I really do. If I had to pick one, um, did you see uh, see uh, Hugo a few years ago? Yes, I did. That is uh, one of my all-time favorites. It's a, uh, based on a true story. In fact, almost every character and story in there is true, except for uh, Hugo himself. Uh, but it's basically a love story to movies and magic, and so that's, that probably is one of my absolute favorites. I also, um, as a kid, was enchanted by the original Beauty and the Beast, the animated film, and that was uh, a favorite, and I loved E.T. growing up. And Did you, um, see,
1: the, did you see the new Beauty and Beast, like the live-action one? Did. What did you was, think of that? It was done uh,
5: well. Oh, it's done very well. I, I thought it was wonderful. I really, really liked it. Um, as a side note, uh, uh, kind of a side business I've had for uh, God, 13 years now, I've created the illusions for over 1,000 productions of Beauty and the Beast, the musical live. Some from professional groups to community groups to summer stock to, to high schools, uh, they will rent out our roses and magic mirrors and props. Um, oh, that's so, cool. So I've always loved that show, so I would have been a hard character, but I thought the, the, the new version was fabulous and amazing, And but the original is still going to be the best.
1: And uh, that I actually I saw that when it was in in Florida. Like actually, the touring company and and who was starring in it was the um the the girl I forgot her name, but the girl from The Sopranos who played the daughter on The Sopranos. Okay. Um. Anyway, she was the star, she played you know Belle in Beauty and the Beast in yeah. in that version. She's a really good singer, so it was very enjoyable. And I also read that you you also uh, have your effects and stuff in Phantom of the Opera. So a bunch of yeah, Phantom, yeah, some, yeah some, some of the Phantom the operas.
5: A lot of these groups, now that the, you know, the rights are available for you know groups or theaters to produce these shows, they get to the script and it says, you know, the beast transforms or the the phantom disappears. And that's where they call us and say, okay, how do we do this? And that's so that's cool. where we, we sell them the blueprints or consult with them or design something for them or rent them the equipment.
1: Well, that's like really cool. So like it's a side business that's actually pertaining directly to the business.
5: Absolutely. And it's, you know, involving, you know, uh, brands and properties and stories and things that I, I really do like a lot.
1: I love it. Okay, do you ever watch any horror movies? Do you like horror movies at all? Actually, no. I get so so bored in horror films. <laughs> you really? That's I my do. favorite genre.
5: I, I um, you know, usually, you know, you have to admit though, they're usually pretty cheaply done, and and you know, it's not about the script or the story or the entertainment value. Usually, they're they're for kind of the shock value, and that, uh, absolutely. absolutely, and maybe it's the magic that I don't know. I just get, I, I want to be enriched or entertained or enlightened seeing a show, and and uh, horror films, I just I get so bored. <laughs> How about the superhero films? Uh, some of them, some of them I think are really, really well done. Um, and some of them I think are a little just a little kind of cheesy for me.
1: Yes, yeah, some of them are a little bit. I, I, I see all of them, but some of them are a little bit cheesy. Which we ones actually, do you like the best? Um, I actually like the X Men, like old
5: X Men yes, films. Yes, yes, the, like the early 2000s.
1: not like the newer ones, but the ones that had like, uh,
5: Patrick Stewart and everybody yep. like Haley yeah. Berry and, and all the first like, like two and three. Yes, 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 yes. X, X2 is probably my favorite superhero film.
1: Yes, it's very good. Yep. Um, so I like those and I, um, yeah, I, I kind of liked the Fantastic Four, even though the movies weren't great, but just because I grew up with the Fantastic Four and I enjoyed them so much. Um, but actually, we went and saw Wonder Woman uh, this weekend. I it was. Great. Wonder Woman was really, really good. Um, but I hated Batman, Batman, I don't know Batman versus Superman or whatever. I thought that, that was terrible. It, so, yeah. It's terrible. Did,
5: ok. Good to know. <laughs> good to
1: know. I appreciate that. So, yeah, don't go see that one cause that one was not any fun, and Superman dies at the end.
5: No you know, spoiler. like,
1: and I don't know how they, uh, well, everybody's seen it. It got panned as like one of the f- top 10 worst movies of 2000. I guess it came out last year, 2016 or whatever. So it was freaking like terrible. And, and to me it was just kind of, uh, I didn't really like Ben Affleck as Batman in the first place, even though he did an okay job, but just the fact that, you know, that they, they shouldn't have made his first movie being a movie that, you know, he's fighting Superman cause they're supposed sure. to be on the same team. So right, I, yeah. really like I think
5: it. they're all good guys.
1: That's right. And so I really like them all that way. And I actually liked the last of uh, the, the Captain America Civil War just because it had every superhero in it. You know, they introduced Spider-Man and Black Panther and all the different people. And since
5: I like the superhero sure stuff, saw, uh, I saw Doctor Strange last year. And I thought that was great, too. That was pretty good. I, it was, I enjoyed that one more than I thought. So
1: I did, too. And I didn't think I was going to like it at all. Same
5: here. Same here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So. I I wanted him to cast someone else for that, and I like Deadpool because it has a comedic element. To mm-hmm. it. Yes, I thought that was uh, very well written, and I think uh, the next Deadpool is going to have Cable, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I like any of those films like that that are kind of comedic.
5: Yeah, yeah, uh, it was very uh, yeah unexpected and smart. I thought.
1: So how about comedies then? Do we watch comedies? Do you like like Will Ferrell movies or? Uh, again, again, um, too it's stupid, too, right? It's
5: too stupid, but you know, sometimes something will <laughs> be so stupid it's great. So, you know, I, I'm fair, I'm a movie snob, so. If I'm going to see something, I want to really, really like it or enjoy it. So I'm trying to think of a stupid one that I did absolutely love, but because uh, uh, I, some of I, I, I don't like them
1: when they get too stupid either, yeah. uh, though I really
5: don't. I like heavy duty dramas, you know, I, I, I mean, if it's a smart, like very you know almost like a British comedy where it's very smart or witty or, or clever, or, or like Deadpool, that was a very smart comedy. I yes, thought, you know, very it was very very yeah, very clever. so I enjoyed that kind of comedy. So how about if they
1: made a movie about you? Would you like dig that? And if they did, who would you want to play you? Or would sure. you or would uh, you
5: want to play you? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's tough to you know give the reins of your life to somebody else, but I don't know. It uh, depends on what story we're we're gonna tell. <laughs> so um, you sure. know I think. You know, life uh, in show business already is is daring and scary enough. So we'll see what kind of movie would come out of that. That's a pretty long time though. You've been doing it a long time,
1: and sure. you've gotten a lot of great recognition. We got a, uh, and it's interesting to me that you said that. You know, sometimes those different shows will contact you to be on them.
5: Quite um, often, you know, every, which, pretty much
1: every year. So, yeah. um, which to me is, I didn't really get. You know, I don't. I don't know the inner workings of like all those shows. So th- I know a lot about the reality singing shows and how sure. they're how they work because we've had so many of the winners and singers on, on the show, but I think that I never really thought about the talent shows that they actually don't just let people sign up, but they actually have to go out looking for people also. They do. I mean, it's kind of like, really you know, remember, it's,
5: it's good TV. You know, that's, there is the contest is secondary to the good TV they want to produce. So they're, you know, I I think, I don't know this for sure, but I think every year they kind of go into, okay, we're looking for this kind of act and this kind of act and this kind of person. You know, I think they're kind of casting it like a, almost like a scripted show is kind of my, my feeling from it. Okay, so I got another question in here, and okay. it says:
1: If magic's, if magic superpowers actually existed, what would your personal, well, what, what would your persona look like? Costume and powers inspired by who, and
5: what would you use the powers for? That's quite a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who asked that one? Who's that, that from? That,
1: that, that's from Australia, also. That's from
5: Tristan. Oh, He's hey, Tristan, like, again. Totally digging it. First of all, Tristan, what makes you think that magic powers don't already really exist? That's that's <laughs> something you should. <laughs> uh, and then second, uh, Tristan. Um, I would probably choose flight, you know, human flight. Um, uh, and as far as costume, I would go incognito. I would go uh, dressed as myself uh, incognito because, you know, we've all seen the superhero movies where they get, you know, hunted down for be having special powers or, or uh, you know, I, I'd rather just be myself who possess this cool ability to fly wherever I want without having to go through, like, TSA check every time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you wouldn't want – you're right about that one. That's funny. Okay, I love it though. All right, everybody. So we're on the we're on the line with Rob Blake. You guys can follow him on Twitter. It's at Rob Lake Magic. His website is RobLake.com, dot and uh, he's going to
5: be tell us where you're going to be again. I will be at Harris Lake Tahoe this summer, June, July, August. So come see us there and follow my website or social media for our upcoming dates for the fall.
1: There you go. And we also want to thank I, I forgot who set this. Is it Steve Levine? Levine,
5: Steven set us up for us. So thanks, Steven, if sure. you're uh, listening.
1: That's right. So if you're listening, thank you so much. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. Wish you all the success in everything that you've got going on. I think it's phenomenal. Congratulations with all of that. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. And keep us posted with what's going on, and we'll bring you back.
5: Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you so much for having me.
1: All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you. What do you think, Chad? Pretty fun, right?
3: Very cool. What an awesome little uh, video reel he has set up there. That was nice. Yeah.
1: Isn't it really nice? That's why I wanted that's to make pro. sure we played it so everybody could see, since it's hard to get. We can't get him doing anything on the show for us.
3: Right, that's true. Oh, um, well, we could have. So that but way.
1: <laughs> it well, yeah, difficult. maybe we could have, but it might have been difficult. So that way, by actually showing it, I think we get to work it out much better. Perfect. Uh, um, all right, everybody. So we're going to take a quick music break. And uh, what we're going to play is you guys remember Niall Sexton? He was on the show last year. Um, he did a new cover of Ed Sheeran's Supermarket Flowers. It's super phenomenal. And I uh, love this guy so much. His voice is super, super incredible. So we hope you guys like it. Chad, you got that ready? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Here's Niles Sexton, Supermarket Flowers.
0: I took the supermarket flowers from the windowsills. I threw the tea from the cup. up the photo album, well, Matthew and me. Memories of a life that's been loved. I took the gabble some cards and stuffed animals. Pour the old ginger beer down the sink. Dad always told me, Don't you cry when you're down. But when there's a tear every time that I think. Oh, I'm at pieces, it's tearing me up But I know a heart that's broke is a heart that's been loved So I'll sing hallelujah You are an angel in the shape of my mom When I was down, you'd be there holding me up Spread your wings and I'll go And when God... Seeks you back, you'll sing hallelujah, Your home. I fluff the pillows and meet the bed, and stack the chairs up, folded your nightgowns, kneeling in a case as he drives then put his hand on my cheek and wiped a tear from the side of my face and I hope that I see the world as you did cause I know a life of love is a life that's been lived so I'll sing hallelujah was down you'd be the whole
1: so that's Niall Sexton. The name of the song again is Supermarket Flowers.
3: That was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good, right? He has you know, a hell he was- of a voice. You need someone to do videos for him, though.
1: Yeah, I know, because he just does those covers where he's just sitting there. In his room. <laughs> I mean... You know what, though? That's what all the cover people do, but he's not like a bigger, big enough one. He should. He- I,
3: as far as I'm concerned, his voice is right up there with the rest of them.
1: He's, oh, I think so, too. I think his voice is up there. I think he's fabulous, but he only gets like 10,000 plays a video, and you know, there's p- other people who go up and put covers up there, and they get like 5 million plays, which uh, I don't know how they do it. Uh, um, but I do actually like like him a lot, so everybody should follow him. He's at Niall Sexton on Twitter, and just plug in Niall Sexton on YouTube, and you can see all his videos because he's got a whole channel full of them, and I think he's really, really good. Sorry, so, no, and, I e- and everybody you know. in the chat room loved it. Thanks, everybody. It looks like Drew's in the chat room now, so hey, Drew, what's up? Hope you're feeling better. And who else? Somebody else. Goddess is in the chat room. I don't know if we said anything to Goddess or not, but hello, Goddess. And oh, Zar Drew wants to know. I don't know the linkage for it, jo- Drew. Just look up Niall Sexton on YouTube. Also, you guys, we want to let you know you can listen to us every week live on W4CY Radio with the fabulous Chad Murphy.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: We're on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Monster FM Radio in New York, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And also, you guys love it if you uh, 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 subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also see us on TV on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube, but we're trying to get YouTube subscribers, so just plug into your YouTube search, The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and then you'll find it there you go you gotta like love it so what's going on in florida chad because i don't have a whole lot of things to talk about we have 15 minutes till our next guest
3: florida (laughs) you lived here there's nothing going on here it's the most one of the most boring states uh only thing everyone's talking about right now of course is the rain and that has stopped so there's there's going to be nothing else to talk about you know we've Uh, had like rain every freaking day too and it's freaking it's absolutely terrible yeah, but the weather's the weather's the thing here in South Florida. You know, we're all worried about everyone's worried about it's going to break off and become an island or something.
1: We have everything here too going on because like the flu's going around, so everybody's sick. Really? But you can hear it in my voice. Like I've got like a I've got like I've had a cold for like ten days. Man, I'm blessed. I haven't had like a
3: good virus, bacteria, cold in years. So I don't know what I'm doing right, but thank God I haven't got one of those in a while.
1: Okay, so Those so are where no are we fun. playing this weekend? We playing anywhere fun?
3: Yeah, we had three gigs. We canceled the first one. We showed up at the second one. Someone was already in our spot, so we canceled that one too. And then we played the third one at Banana Boat down in Boynton Beach. Had a good time. Uh, How so, does somebody show up in your spot? <laughs> it's called double booking. It's called too many chefs in the kitchen. Get in again? I think yeah. so. that's <laughs> just my take. Yeah, on but that
1: kind of like that's kind of like jacked up. That's really jacked up. Bro. It
3: was jacked up. You know what? I didn't even care. I was like. Perfect.
1: We're out of here.
3: You know, and okay, but we, yeah, did, and we didn't. Had, want to do it. I didn't really want to do it, but we did, we had uh, the next weekend. We only had one gig this upcoming weekend. So I'm like, "What does it take next weekend?" He's like, "Cool, Mike. Settled. Let's go. We got the night off." <laughs>
1: actually, Goddess says it's raining too. So I don't know where she, Goddess She's is in fear, like middle mid to north hour. Florida, someplace. Yeah, and she, she says it's raining there. So just, all right, so it's coming true.
3: back. We've had actually like a eight-hour gap because it did rain pretty much like three or four days straight not really hard but just a nice light constant rain that did not stop it was amazing i thought i was in
1: seattle i'm like this is what seattle people think i heard somebody in the background who you got with you we got d shout out d hey what's up hey d how are you i'm good how are you i'm fantastic he's
3: flying solo because ron's being a big puss but look, he looks better. He looks pretty good on the screen. Maybe we need to zoom in closer. There's too much coucher. What is that? that You're sitting on. That's a big yeah, ass couch. Yeah,
1: it is. A, yeah, there's no way to like fix that though cuz the TV I don't think I can fix that. Maybe if we take a song break, I can fix it for right. the next one. We'll see. Maybe we'll do that anyway cuz we got What time is it? We got it's four a couple o'clock, minutes. Right? Yeah, we're pretty close. I like the chair. Okay. I think it
3: adds character. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's really nice, actually. It's very comfortable. It's like a half, it's a half sectional, you know, like a half sectional that fits in a corner. It's really, really nice. So you gotta like love it. Very fancy, very fancy. You got it. What are you gonna do? So, so let's look through our music, uh, our our music uh, pile of what we got, and let's list off some different things and pick something that we can play for everybody. I got Chaz Robinson's "Let." Uh, okay, let's do that one. I like that one better. All right. And then I'll see if I can move the camera closer. All right, everybody. So, this is Chaz Robinson. Uh, His uh, name of his album is Chaz. And this is the ballad off the album called Let. It's a fabulous song. I hope you guys love it. And here it goes. Enjoy. (laughs)
6: There's a melody that is on my lips i serenade with a good intent As it reaches out to far a far-off Someday more a lonely lull And it goes like this As a star-crossed I'll let you go and i let you cry Let you leave this place, let you say goodbye Then I'll let the time, let it fly on by Let eternity not when this time Let the distance grow, don't let it show Let my arms open wide when you come back home I won't let you go So As the void unfolds, my heart implodes once falling for us, now gone cold, dismantled by unchanging ways, and can't be swayed in our last days, and it goes like this. As a sad The not Win this time, let the distance grow. Don't let it show, let my arms open wide. When you come back home, I will let you go. Let your heart be shown. Open wide when you come back home I won't let you go Let your heart be shown As the sun fades out To shades of grey Just like you It longs to stay A subtle whisper don't turn me back, and this is the end.
1: Chaz, yay, everybody! <laughs> that's Chaz Robinson. The name of the single is "Let," and the name of his album is Chaz, and it's available on all the digital downloads and stores like Best Buy, so you can get it. You like that song, Chad? Yeah, I mean,
3: definitely I like piano ballads. He definitely like wouldn't club to that. That's definitely a get yourself a little whiskey and a cigar and sit in a piano bar and chill out uh, right. type of music. But yeah, I do like it. It's very he has a nice smooth voice and uh, it was well written.
1: And his other and his other ones are actually like like the club banger songs or whatever. But I actually oh, like really? the ballad the best. All right, cool. So he
3: do, so he doesn't just do uh, one type of music. He does multiple types, huh?
1: good right which actually that's what i think everybody should be doing i mean i think if you're country you should do country but it doesn't mean every country song has to be like a shit kicking country song it could be like a you know country song a country ballad like you know everybody's got all different kinds and that's what i like
3: yeah i guess that's one good thing about doing what we do is because we play a little bit of everything you know and i don't know i guess it's good for our own souls that we're not like pushed into a corner and playing one type of music
1: that's right. Hmm. That's what's why I like you gotta play everything anyway because I listen to everything. Do you listen to only country music you listen to everything? Hell no.
3: Um no, I like metal. I like Neil Diamond, um country. Um I do like even like that Pavarotti stuff, you know, and some opera stuff, you know. As long as it sounds good, I'm in. You know?
1: I'm that way too, and I like the Pavarotti stuff.
3: You betcha. It's good stuff. We were up in uh, at the Portofino Resort Hotel, and they had a uh, a guy that would come out and sing to the plaza during sunset. So you can get your like a little bottle of wine or water, or whatever, and sit out there plaza, and he'll sing for you. It was really nice.
1: Very cool. Uh, see, I I love that kind of stuff. I love that kind of stuff. I think it's like a lot of fun. It's very romantic. So, so I know you don't watch this, but I want to like give this a shout out to everybody anyway. But if and I actually found out about this show more primarily through Czar Drew in the chat room. Uh, but you guys, there's a TV show on. It's called River Riverdale, and Riverdale is basically the live action Archie comics. Huh. Um, but but it's not like a fun. You know, it's all kinds of stuff. There's like you know, sex with school teachers and murder and music and you know, families climbing and clawing at each other. So it's kind of like a. Like a modern take on Archie, um, but it's called Riverdale, and I watched episode one. It's on the CW, and it was really good. I watched episode one. It's on Netflix. The whole season, first season's on Netflix. I hear the second season's coming out later on, uh, I think in the fall. Um, But I think everybody should watch it because it's really, really freaking good. Yeah,
3: you're right. I don't watch that stuff. But Dee did scream from down the hall and said,
1: love that show. Yes, it's very, very good. I think it – I think that it's really, really good, and so I think the whole thing is, like, fun. And goddess says she loves Pavarotti, too. I used to know someone who had a dog and was a schnauzer, and his name was Pavarotti, and if you played music, he would start singing, like, start singing Halland. to it. <laughs> right he would he would howl, and it was a lot of fun. So I think the whole thing was really cool. And what else? Oh, and we want to give a shout-out, too, because uh, Meg, Meg, is in, Meg Rudick is in the chat room. So, hey, Meg. She's from Ohio, and... Uh, Gotta said she saw Pavarotti with the three tenors. I saw the three tenors too in Florida, down in Miami. I mean, I, oh my God, that was so long ago. Now I'm feeling old. That has to be like 20 years ago, but it was fabulous. Actually, would you ever go to? Would you go to an opera concert, Chad? Absolutely, opera. Uh, you know,
3: what do they call it? Stuff up in New York, uh, where they act. What do they call it? Broadway. Broadway. Thank you, D. We need <laughs> we need D on the show. Can't even think. Yeah, Broadway, opera. Like I said, as long as it sounds good and has and it
1: and it moves you and it has meaning, you know, I'm in. I, I'm I'm that way too. I like all of it. And I, I follow like a whole bunch of like the different Broadway singers on Twitter. Uh, oh, um, and this just
3: in the rain's back. So oh, that's no good. Our window's closed, our eight hour window of whatever that was, dryness. That's now closed.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It's back. Well, call th- Noah. Say that again?
3: I said, call Noah. It's getting deep.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so you need your arc. You need the arc to get it going. You're with me. You gotta love it. They're even writing Broadway in the in the thing. So come on, show yeah. Broadway. <laughs> you you gotta love. It. I've seen a whole bunch of stuff on Broadway though. I saw Annie on Broadway, and I saw A Chorus Line on Broadway, Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Oh, man, a Jekyll and list. Hyde on Broadway. Um, Rent on
3: Broadway. I think all I've seen is like Nutcracker, and I don't know something I saw in South Africa, but it was. I'm limited on my Broadway, but yes I would go. I love that type of stuff. It's cool. Yeah,
1: I think it's like a lot of fun too. Well I think we we got four ten and I'm supposed to call her at four fifteen. So does she look like she's online? Limit and roll over to the sidewalk and take a look here. Mm-hmm. There you go. It so does. everybody we're getting ready We're getting ready to actually uh call Bianca Ryan, you guys. She was the season one winner of America's Got Talent. She's all grown up now, she's not eleven anymore. And uh she's got a new song coming out. And let's see if it's going to come through or not. not. Hello. Oh. Hey. Can you hear me?
7: Yeah. Can you see me?
1: Yes, I can see you. Can you? Are you on a laptop? Yeah. Okay, move the screen up a little bit because, like, your forehead. We only see your eyebrows down, but we can't see the top of your head. A little bit more. A little bit more. A
7: little bit more.
1: There, there you go. go. That's good. See, so you're all grown up now, and you have boobs, so we can see your cleavage too. It works <laughs> out really nice.
7: Oh <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: how are you i'm
7: doing good how are you
1: i'm absolutely fantastic chad what's manycam.com? is that like a new service you're using I don't
7: is that know. what i'm using
1: right now i don't know if you're using it or chad's using it chad is that you or her that's not me okay that's her okay, okay. I, that's okay um, right. okay it's just so the watermark showing up
3: on your screen yeah i don't know what it is
1: okay as long as you can hear we'll do some introductions and we'll get going all right all right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented America's Got Talent season one winner, who's all grown up now. Miss Bianca Ryan, hello and welcome to the show.
7: Hey, thank you so much for having me.
1: Congratulations on all of your successes. Thank I think. You. Uh, can we ask you, like, how old are you now? I know you were 11 when you won America's Got Talent.
7: Yeah, I'm 22.
1: Okay, so that was 11 years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. I know
7: time flies.
1: That makes me feel really old. All right, so let's do some introductions, starting off with uh, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Bianca. Welcome back.
7: Hey, thank you for having me.
1: And then we have a chat room full of uh, people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room.
7: Hey, everybody. Hope you're having a good uh, Wednesday.
1: There you go. There's lots of people in the chat room, and you have a lot of... There's somebody, too, who I think is specifically in the chat room for you. Do you know Roy Brent? Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Say hi, say hi to Roy. <laughs> Roy, how are you? There you go. All right, everybody. So this is Bianca Ryan. You can follow her on tw- Twitter. She's at Bianca Ryan. Are you Bianca Ryan on all your social media?
7: Um, I am. I'm official Bianca Ryan on Facebook and Instagram and then just at Bianca Ryan on Twitter.
1: There you go. Which one do you like best out of all the social media platforms?
7: All of out of all of them? Definitely Instagram.
1: Do you really? Is that be- just because of, is that where you have the most followers and the most people?
7: It's just, like, more interactive. Like, I just posted that I'm here, you know, like <laughs> during this show on Instagram. It's just, like, very instant, where, like, Facebook's more, like, a dedicated post, where well, a story, you can just post whatever.
1: Yeah, Facebook, Facebook too, is more... Um, it's not really for the younger generation. Like, I'm part of the old generation, but I'm a Twitter person anyway. Like, Twitter's my favorite. I'll, and then Instagram, and then Facebook, so I go through the markets that way.
7: Yeah, Twitter's a little bit hard, though, because you need, like, a play-by-play, and, like, half the time, I'm just... Like you know, like a hermit in my room doing like computer and music work and producing, or like Twitter, you have to be like, oh, just ate a Hershey bar. Oh, <laughs> just got out of the shower.
1: I don't actually do that, but I, I do. Uh, but I do hear what you're saying. Um, actually, we have uh, Tristan. Say hi to Tristan.
7: Hi, Tristan. How are you?
1: The first time he ever listened to the Jimmy Star Show was one of the episodes that you were on, and he's in Australia.
7: Oh wow! Oh my gosh! What time is it there?
1: Um. Oh, it's like six in the morning, I think, or something. Five in the morning, I don't know. It's like a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Wow. It's like it's really early. It's because it's the next day. It's not Wednesday yeah. there. It's Thursday. So because they're ahead of us. Have you oh. ever toured? Did you get to go? Have you been to Australia? I've actually never been to
7: Australia. The two places that I never got to go that I want to tour is England and Australia.
1: Okay. Oh well, England's fan. We have a great, great like a fan base in in the UK, and like I love England. And oh I have God. like I have like 150,000 Twitter followers from England.
7: Wow. I, I want to go there so badly.
1: I think that's fun. So at 22, okay, so you're 22. You have yep. a new single out. You've done all kinds of stuff. I don't really want to go over all the stuff that you did before because we'll, we'll spend more time talking about what you're doing now. Um, but one thing I didn't know, because I've always kind of like wondered like why music gets put out so sporadically from you. Um, yeah. And I didn't know that you had like a little health scare. Actually, a really big health scare. Um uh, why don't you tell everybody for the fans who like don't know about it so they'll be a little bit more up to date with like maybe why first of all the music doesn't come more frequently and, and just the scare that you had to go through.
7: Sure. Um I mean to be totally honest, like I didn't want to tell anybody for a very long time, so I kept it secret for years and years. Uh but I was going through like a lot of vocal issues. Um I was overworked really, really young at a very young age and singing too often. And, um, so my vocal cords were already very weak. And then I ended up getting a virus, uh, that actually paralyzed, uh, one of my vocal cords. Um, and that was really scary, but I was still able to sing. It was just a lot harder. Um, and then, you know, years were going by and I wasn't singing like I used to. I was too afraid to, like, you know, really, really go for it. So I was putting out songs, even throughout the time, like Alice, uh, which is, like, more of, like, a soft you know, just kind of a beautiful song and lyrically driven because I didn't, I just really, I could not sing. Um, And I was so tired of, like, people kind of being like, well, why don't you put out any music? You know, like, you're not singing like you used to. And it got to a point where I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to come clean because I shouldn't have to take the full blame for what's happening. Absolutely. So, so, you know, plus
1: people are a lot more understanding if they, if you keep them in the loop, like... Like they're your friends, you know, like that they know what's going on. They're way more supportive and they understand what's going on and they'll they'll support everything that you've got going on.
7: Oh yeah, I agree. And and so, you know, I thought that I owed it to my fans and everybody who had been following me for years and years to tell them what was really going on. So, you know, two thousand fifteen and sixteen I was actually going through I went through two vocal cord surgeries and um a stomach surgery because I was having really bad GERD. So acid reflux, which was burning my esophagus, which is just really, really bad luck as well because I'm a singer. So I had to get uh, a stomach surgery, a fund application on my stomach to stop the acid from coming up or else I was at risk for esophagus cancer, which would not be good for a singer. And I got that done actually just this January. And then back in October, I had to get blood vessels along with my paralyzed vocal cord fixed Um, and I had to get the blood vessels lasered off of my vocal cords and there's a very high chance that when you get that done that you're not going to be able to sing uh, nearly as good and you're going to lose a lot of range And and
1: it didn't work for you though it went opposite for you
7: it went opposite I literally I had the surgery the the laser surgery back in October Uh, to get all the blood vessels off my vocal cords, and I ended up getting, I almost have, on almost an octave, like, more, from the low end to the high end. So I got, like, four extra notes on the bottom, and, like, five extra notes on the top, which is unheard of. My doctor was like, honestly, this is a miracle. Be happy, go sing, and do your thing, and don't hold back now.
1: There you go. First of all, I want to apologize everybody if you hear my dogs barking because somebody rang the doorbell, I think, upstairs. And they went running from the basement upstairs, and I can't I can't get them to be quiet since we're like, actually on the air. <laughs> the radio. So I apologize if you hear the docking. That's Shazam and Brandy making noise. Um, so you've been through a lot. I actually have a really good friend. Her name was Joya Bruno. Oh, it is Joya Bruno, not was Joya Bruno. She's one of the three girls of Expose, which in the 90s were like the biggest selling girl group of all time, and they have, I think, eight top ten hits or something, and uh, they were really great. Actually, they had the Free Willy ballad on the Free Willy, because uh, Free Willy would have been about your age group, I think, demographic maybe. Um, but anyway, they're really good, and she had that same problem, and they told her she wasn't going to be able to sing and and. Um, she was at a commission for a little while, but she came back, you know, relatively quickly, f- considering that they told her she wasn't going to be able to sing, and and now she's like doing all kinds of stuff. I think she's getting ready to star in something on Broadway. Um, but I think it's a really cool thing, and I think that, um, first of all, you know, way to go! I'm so happy that it didn't. It wasn't something that sidelined you because you're, you know, even though you've been in the spotlight for a very long time, you know, you're still incredibly young and have a huge career ahead of you, and so it would have been terrible if. If you would have been sidelined. So I think, you know, kudos to that and way to go with that. And the fact that you actually have more range now than you had then is awesome.
7: Yeah, it's it's insane. I'm just I'm just like incredibly thankful. And I'm glad that I was able to finally get the courage to be like, let's just get the surgeries out of the way. I'm not blaming myself anymore. I can't blame myself forever. You know, like I was, you know, so young when all of this happened and I was overworked and my vocal cords were definitely weak when I when I got the virus that paralyzed him. And I had to stop blaming myself, you know. So I was just like, I'm going to come clean. I'm going to tell my fans what's up. And I'm pretty sure, you know, they're going to be understanding of it. And oh,
0: absolutely.
1: Just,
7: the feedback I've gotten from everybody has just been uh, incredibly overwhelming. And I'm just so thankful for all my fans.
1: There you go. And I also saw, because uh, last time we had you on, I think, was for the release of Alice. which That was in 2015, I think, right? Yes so the last time we had you on was for alice and now you have a new single called one day and from what i understand which we'll talk about more i guess but you have another single coming out friday is that right i saw it yeah. someplace on 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 twitter or someplace
7: yeah i have so one day came out um a few weeks ago and that's been doing really well uh, actually megan trainer tweeted about it she was raving about the song so she loves it and i saw that and i was like what I was freaking out, and um, a lot of people thought that she had co-wrote the song. Like Perez Hilton had tweeted that he thought Megan uh, co-wrote the song because it does kind of sound like her style. I was like, no, but I wish. Hopefully one day, you know, no pun intended. Oh, I
1: think I saw that. I think I actually saw that tweet. I think I saw that. Okay, yeah. so that's fun. So who who did you who who wrote the song?
7: So I wrote the song.
1: Okay, it
7: was produced by uh, Scott Stallone, who also co-wrote the song with me. We worked together as a collaboration on the song. He's actually here in Philly. So it was a lot of fun just kind of, like, diving into... Because I've never really, really written a bunch of songs that I put out. You know, I wrote Alice. Alice was the first song I ever released where I put it out. And it was also self-released. Um, and this song is also self-released. I don't have a label or anything right now. I'm doing everything on my own, which is incredibly hard. But it's extremely rewarding. Um, so, yeah, one day's out, and then what i got to do is coming out this Friday. So that one has more of like an 80s throwback sound, and
1: um, it's going well, to be fun. All, so one day, though, I mean, it's very, very different for the stuff that I have heard from you. In a lot of ways, uh, I wasn't surprised at all when I heard it because I was like, okay, you know, the first time you heard her sing, she was 11, and she's grown up, and her voice is maturing, and she's maturing, and so her music is is not going to be the same as it was, you know, when she was 11 and 13 and all those stuff that you put out, you know, when you were younger. And I was... Yeah super impressed I was like oh my god this is like she's really grown up to have a fabulous like identity of herself and who she is and what her music is going to be like and I think I think you're going to have a ton of success with it because I think it's really really good
7: I'm really hoping I have like this is just like you know one day is the first single and then I have what I gotta do which is the second single and it's a five song EP and like one day and what I gotta do you know I wrote those over a year ago and so it's, it's going to be interesting for everybody to see each song kind of, like, grow with me as an artist. Uh, because each song matures. I thought One Day was a good choice because it kind of had that young, poppy sound. So it was good for the people who were fans of me when I was younger. And then they kind of understand it. They're like, oh, it's a little mature, but it still sounds like her, you know? Oh, yes. And then each song is going to kind of, like, mature with me up to, you know, me being, I'm a 22-year-old now. And you're going to see the writing. Become more mature and have more mature concepts, uh, deeper relationships, uh, and a deeper sound. It's going to go a little bit more darker, a little bit more EDM, a little more radio worthy, I guess. I down love like it. The Cara, like the Halsey type sounding stuff. So that'll be uh, the EP comes out in July, but you'll see each song just totally grow with me. It's it's gonna be exciting. I
1: love it. So first of all, I want to give some props to Scott Stallone because I have to say I didn't know who he was, but I'm like nosy and I like to know who everybody is. And I saw he started following me on Twitter. Hey Scott, thanks for following, and I'm following him back. And <laughs> so I went. Uh, so to give him some props, first of all, to to show you the kinds of people that that Bianca's actually like working with, because this is like not like some little dude doing stuff in his garage. This dude is like super super talented. He's got a great resume. Um, he's got a website, I think it's uh, scottstallone.com, so you guys can look it up. Um, but basically, like he's produced songs for, besides Bianca, he's done stuff for All Time Low, David Archuleta. He has songs that he's pr- produced um, where the songs have been picked up to be in different movies like Deadpool, Gone Girl, Logan, Pitch Perfect 2, House of Cards. Um, so he's he's got a phenomenal resume and the fact that you know you guys are working together I think is kudos to both of you because he's very well accomplished and you're very well accomplished from listening to the first song I think you guys are a really great fit you know to be together working together on stuff and um so I think it's you know kudos to you kudos to him and I just wanted to give him some props since he followed me on Twitter and he he seems like a really talented guy
7: Oh yeah he is super talented he's got a great resume and for me to be able to find somebody that talented that literally his studio is 20 minutes away from where I live here in Philly, I'm like incredibly thankful. And it's been amazing because I, I, you know, over the last few years, I couldn't always travel to LA and do New York because I wasn't performing live because of the voice stuff. So it was really great. And, you know, he really believed in me even through all those hard times when we recorded those songs and went back in and edited it even after, you know, my voice was better. So he's been incredibly supportive of this whole process and he is the producer on every single one of the songs on this new EP. Um, so you'll see even him grow as a producer with me as well and us as a team writing-wise. Um, I love it. So here's
1: what I want to do. Here's what I want to do with it. Chad. Yes, sir. You have the song, right? Absolutely all right so we actually i pulled the lyric video off of youtube so there'll be stuff for people who are watching to actually be able to see so uh, we're going to play the lyric video for one day how about you introduce it for us and then as we're playing it as soon as we get done we'll talk some more about it so everybody can hear it
7: sure all right hey guys it's me bianca ryan and you're about to watch my lyric video for my first single one day here we go it's a little bit monday and a whole lot of
8: It went down too fast It's a little bit of my voice And a whole lot of my choice I speak the vision of crazy ambition Can't hate me for wishing still That I that one day I could see beyond the borders Is that you tired old oh time?
3: Bianca Ryan.
1: There you go, everybody. So that's one day by Bianca Ryan. You guys, it's available on all the digital download sites now. And hope you guys love it. Everybody in the chat room said that they love it. Awesome.
7: Yay. Thank you guys so much. I'm so glad you enjoyed
1: it. Tristan said don't let them hold you down. Everybody else just says awesome and love your voice. Yeah. Which by the way, your your voice has matured like really fabulously. Like, you know, because not everybody even with all the problems that you've had, not everybody you know gets better as they get older sometimes they peak very young and the fact that you're really just starting to peak now uh is pretty phenomenal.
7: Oh, thank you so much. I know I I really did like I tried to hone in like it's so it's so hard being like held back like knowing like oh I know I can sing this but my my muscles literally just won't allow me to. So what I did was I really did a lot of ear training and I I listened to a lot of jazz, I listened to a lot of pop and I started, you know, mimicking a lot of singers. Throughout the years to try to like really develop my tones, so um, I'm glad that people can see you know the maturity in my
1: voice. Absolutely. So you have a thing. What I gotta, what I got, what is it called? What I, what I gotta, what I gotta do? Okay. So what I gotta do is coming out in two days. Yes. And um, so that's the second song off the EP, and then the EP is coming out in July.
7: Yes. Yes. Got, the yeah. Coming in July. Um, so I'm still finishing, to be honest, me and Scott are finishing the last two songs on the EP right now. So we're, we're in a rush.
1: There you go, Scott. Hightail it. Get to it.
7: <laughs> yeah, we're in a rush.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine because like you've got time and if it gets pushed back a little bit, as long as you have it come out before November, you're okay. Yeah. Because you just don't want stuff coming out in November because November, well, I mean, you're, you're pretty established already just because everybody knows who you are, so you could. But in, in the indie world, they always say, you know, never release anything in November and December because that's yeah. for established artists only.
7: Yeah, I heard that too. But I know I'm, I told you, I'm actually having a second EP come out this year to kind of make up for lost time uh, secretly. Um, so that's going to yeah. come out. Part two is going to come out, um, believe it or not, in September. So
1: So you've got a lot of work to do. You have a lot of writing, a lot of recording, a lot of Scott producing, lots of stuff to do with it.
7: Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of work to get done.
1: So who are some of the people? First of all, do you like keep in touch? Like, did you, did you keep it? Do you keep in touch with anybody that you met when you were on America's Got Talent?
7: Um, I know I had a conversation not too long ago with LD Miller. He was like Uh the harmonica player. Yep. I talked to him sometimes on Facebook. I know I've chatted with him before. And um, not, not really any, anybody else, really.
1: Do you ever, like, when you have a new song, do you, like, tweet it out, the link or whatever, to, like, any of your judges that were judges when you were on it?
7: Hmm, I think... I know David Hasselhoff had... Uh, his management team had contacted me and told me that they really liked What I Gotta Do. Because my initial idea for the What I Gotta Do music video, which we don't have one now, but we turned it into a lyric video... But I wanted him in it, and it was supposed to be a really funny concept with him. Uh, but he was—he's uh, actually in Germany for a while, so he couldn't do the filming of it. But I know he really loved that song. Uh,
1: okay, I haven't heard that one yet. So, I'll, so is the lyric video for that actually up?
7: The lyric video for "What I Got to Do" is coming out on Friday, but it's okay. from here tomorrow with JustJared
1: Okay. Oh, that's a good one, Just Jared. He's awesome.
7: Yeah, I have like an incredible PR. Uh, company right now working with me on everything so yay! Uh-oh,
1: we froze okay you, fro- you froze so we missed them so we'll give a shout out to your PR company and just Jared that's super cool I gotta love it somebody actually hey uh, B Claudia from Germany just uh, joined the chat room, so hey hey so they want to know in the chat room um, are you dating anyone <laughs>
7: yeah I actually do have a boyfriend um, but I like to keep it more like private <laughs>
1: Okay, you don't have to tell us who he is, but you can tell us: is he like, is he in entertainment, or is he like, I shouldn't say regular person that makes it entertainment people sound <laughs> better? Is he just like a, is he like a lawyer, doctor? Is he in a regular profession, or is he in the very difficult profession of entertainment?
7: <laughs> I would definitely say he's in the difficult profession of entertainment. He's a musician.
1: Okay. Oh yeah. So that's always a difficult one. Okay. Way to go. So congratulations. So how long have we been dating?
7: Um, over a year. About oh. a. Oh. And a
1: half? yeah, good for you, all right, everybody, so she's not single anymore, but she's still beautiful, and you don't have to like uh, worry about that she's not having a good time when she's not like recording music, she's got someone to share things with, so there's good. and how's your little sister?
7: Oh, my baby sister?
1: yeah,' cause she used to run behind you
7: oh my gosh, she's doing good. <laughs> She's a hassle. She's literally always around, but I don't know if you guys follow my Instagram story, but I post about, like, my everyday life. So, you know, my boyfriend's on there, and Eva's on there, my baby sister, all the time. She's rocking her Bianca Ryan t-shirt and
1: singing so you, away. So if you guys want to actually, like, find out what her boyfriend looks like, you have to follow <laughs> her on Instagram. It's Instagram uh, official Bianca Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta follow her on Instagram and then you can actually see who what what he actually like looks like and what everything's going on. So like where do people buy a Bianca Ryan t shirt?
7: Oh uh, you can actually get one on my website right now. It's Bianca I think they're on sale for like twelve dollars, which is pretty good. You and I'm you... myself with an autograph picture, so
1: you know what you need to do, because like I, I didn't know that you had a website. I I'm just double checking this to make sure I'm not gonna say something that I'm gonna be like, Oh, I'm just an idiot and I didn't check correctly. But <laughs> what you gotta do yeah. See, you don't have you don't have um, your website on your Twitter profile. You have your oh. Twitter profile on your on your Twitter profile as your website, where your website should be. So you need to go in and edit that and change that and put biancaryan.com because oh, I because because I went on there and looked at it and I was like, oh, I guess she doesn't have a website then. So if oh, you want to really? book her, you can book her, but otherwise, you click that link and it just takes you to your Twitter.
7: <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I do. do so
1: that. everybody, so you can go to biancaryan.com com, you guys, and that way you can find out what she's got. Do you sell music and stuff on there? I didn't go to it because I didn't know you had one. Is what's on your website besides all about how fabulous you are?
7: Well, I'm on it. I just changed the link, so okay, it's good. on my Twitter now. Um, basically, the homepage is the one day. Um, I'm not good. I'm not very good with social media. I try my best though, but um. There's the merch store. There's a blog. I do almost a weekly blog. I have all my events and my performances that are coming up. I think I'm, uh, I, have, I don't know if I have it up on my website, but I'm performing at the Wawa Welcome America Fourth of July event on July 4th here in Philly, which is super exciting.
1: There you go. Congratulations. Also, you guys, if you go and sign up to be on her email list, she sends out really nice emails about special things that she's trying to put together, which I don't know if we're allowed to tell the whole world, so I'm just going to say go to her website and and sign up to be on her mailing list, and then you'll get emails of some really cool stuff that she's doing, you know, with and for her fans. Yes, a very
7: special one went out today with the release date, and a pixelated a kind of sneak peek of the image artwork. Uh so, yes, please sign up because you'll get all the exclusives that I don't always post on all socials.
1: That's right. That's good. I get it because I'm on it, you guys. So, like, you guys guys got to just get on it, too. So, so so if you could perform now, because, well, first of all, who are some of the people now that you listen to, like, modern-day people of m- music that either influence you or they don't have to necessarily influence you, but you just, like, like them? You know, hmm. you like their music.
7: There's so many. I know John Mayer's new album was incredible um and well, i you're love kinda, Meghan-
1: you're kind of young too for john mayer <laughs>
7: Yeah, i i mean i love that he's so funky uh i would say him i love megan trainer i love Zara larson i think her music's incredibly powerful yes um, uh troy Sivan. i know he really really influenced me last year in a lot of my writing
1: I'm following Uh, him on Twitter, but he didn't follow me back. Most everybody follows me back, but he didn't follow me. But I love him, too. Uh, He's on my Spotify playlist.
7: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Troy's music is insane. I think he worked on that music with, like, Jack Antonoff, who's, like, an incredible writer and producer as well. And he's he's from Jersey, so, I mean, let's work, Jack. Um, So, uh
1: well, if you could like perform, if you could do a duet with anybody, then it could be male or female. But if you could do a duet right now that was going to get released by the public, like who would be the person that you would want to do a duet with?
7: Um, to be honest, I'd probably go with Megan Trainer because she's been really, really supportive of everything that I've done. Like even from before when I was on Vine, like she was always revining and loved all my covers I did of her. And then now with One Day releasing, and she literally raved about the song on Twitter. So. Definitely her. I, I think we we match a lot, and I think our songwriting capabilities kind of like intertwine a little bit too. So I think it would be a really, really good duet.
1: Okay, I, I'm okay with that one. So I can't stand the fact that they got rid of Vine.
7: Oh my gosh! I know. I literally wanted to cry.
1: I worked so hard. I had two. What? I had. Two million like vine revines or whatever. I had like two million of when I was like, and I worked so hard to get those, putting out those little like, you know, I would put out like two little videos a day because I was like, I want to be like all these other people who have like millions and millions of vines. As soon as I got to two million vines, which took me a little while, then they they stopped.
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was friends with all those big viners like you know Anna Clendenning and Jesse Smiles and Marcus Johns like, and eighty fifth like I and King Batch like all of them like. You know, we were. I had met all of them, and, and and was good friends with a lot of them. So it was like really, really sad. Like you know, a lot of them moved back home and and stopped pursuing what they were doing because that was their outlet, and it just
1: the really big vine people because like i had we had i forgot who we had but we had somebody on the show who was a big vine person i don't remember who it was who got like all kinds of acting gigs and stuff because he was so popular on vine Mm -hmm. um and um he was in like all these different tv shows and stuff you know and so by eliminating that which i guess they weren't making any money but by eliminating that you know those people don't have a way to get recognized the same way they did on vine you know because on youtube there's youtube stars there's you know, Vine stars, there's, like, all the different platforms have their, like, celebrities. But in a way, I, I thought it was unfortunate, and I thought it was just unfortunate for me, too, just because I was, like, starting to get good at it, and then they took it away.
7: Yeah, no, I went, I went like, ham on Vine for a while. I was getting, like, millions and millions of loops, and then they added the star button, where you had to star, like, two years after the app came out, you had to star your favorites in order to get them to show up on your newsfeed, and I think that's just when it went downhill. Because nobody's going to remember to go back to thousand pages they were following
1: i know i can't remember even like when i try to do my follow fridays on twitter like i can't even remember all the people i'm supposed to do it but luckily i have iris who's hope 2259 in the chat room and everybody who's ever been a guest on she puts him in a follow friday and so i can copy and paste her she's fabulous so so she's fabulous so thanks so much for that too iris i love it they're asking where are you from but you're from pennsylvania you're from philadelphia right
7: yeah i'm from philadelphia
1: and also they're asking, she reminds you of, in, uh, says she reminds me of Texas in a good way. Do we know where she's from? But that's Philadelphia. And then Roy Brent wrote, and I don't know if this is for you or for somebody else. Cause it's going so fast. I can't keep track. It says, I'd still like a full length blues duet with Jonathan Boogie long. We are Ki- from I'll we help. are Kings.
7: I uh, did. I did an independent film called we are Kings. And, uh, I did. I wrote a few songs for it. So that's what he's referring to. Oh, uh,
1: Okay. Okay. Everybody see you. like, So he's like a mega fan. Cause like, I didn't know that I wasn't privy to that.
7: <laughs> so yeah, you, three years ago.
1: Did, so you acted in it also.
7: Yeah. I was, uh, the lead role with Jonathan Boogie long. Who's an amazing blues guitar player. Who's really famous in Baton Rouge. Um, and we did. Uh, we wrote a few songs together for it, and I acted in it. It was my first time really acting as like a lead character. I'd done a film called Twelve and Holding before, which was on Netflix, but I only had a very small role. Um, so it was, it was kind of scary. I'm not. I'm not the best actress. If I'm like going to be totally honest, I get a little bit embarrassed. But I'm starting to overcome that over the last few years.
1: So is that something that you might pursue in addition to your singing?
7: Uh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I definitely want to pursue that more. It's all going to start, I guess, with the the release of my music videos. I'm working on official music videos for these songs. I just finished one for my third single, titled Man Down. That's going to come out a little bit later. But it's going to be like, you're going to see me act in it a lot. There's a lot of fighting with the relationship and being flirty, etc. So you're going to see me build, I guess, as an actress as well.
1: I love it. I'm not really very good at it either. I've been in a ton of movies, but they really only book me because they know I'm really good at promoting and public relations and they know they can come on the show and they'll get millions of plays and stuff. So, so that's really the only reason that they put me in, but I've been in a lot and I think it's a lot of fun. I just suck at it.
7: Yeah, no, I want to feel like more worthy of it. I totally know where you're coming from. Like I used to get for like Chuck E. Cheese commercials. And, like, all the stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not even good. And then I'm like, you guys just want me because I can sing. But, you know, <laughs> it feels good to, like, be chosen because you're actually good and qualified.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that's like yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, one of these days we'll be able to, like, be able to say that. But in the meantime, you got to have fun with it. So what are you going to do? Oh, it yeah. says, I'm, he says he's the caretaker of Bianca's wiki page. So he probably knows more about her than he should. Yeah. Way to go, Roy! You gotta like love it. You can make me a wiki page too. <laughs> oh
7: my gosh! Wait, if you're in charge of my wiki page, we need to change that photo. I look really bad in that wiki photo.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. There you go, Mr. Roy Brinch. Actually, you should use the photo that we used for this because it's so cute with the bubbles, and oh, everything. yeah,
7: I do. I love that
1: one. Um, it's super nice. And the fact that you've uh, one thing I think is really cool that you're still like a normal person. You know, you've gone through extreme highs and extreme lows, and You know, being thrown into the spotlight at such an early age, a lot of kids get really like screwed up. And the fact that, you know, it's been 11 years, you're still doing what you love doing, you're having success. You know, we're hoping that you're going to have more and more success as you continue going with it all, but that you're not like all, you know, we're not reading about you like, where are they now? Or, you know, TMZ's not like, tracking you, you know, getting out of a car without any like underwear at some like party when you were 18 (laughs) or anything, you know, really terrible and and career ruining, you know, like that. So I think the fact that you kept a good head on your shoulders, it probably helps that you're still, you know, that you're still in Philadelphia, you know, um, you know, working on all the things that you want to do, but you didn't let the fact that, you know, you were a, a household name at age 11, screw everything up. So kudos to you on that
7: yeah no i honestly just you have to stay grounded i mean if you're gonna really put out authentic music and be an authentic songwriter you need to live normally and you need to live how other people are living and if you want to relate to people your own age you need to kind of just stay normal and stay grounded
1: absolutely i think it's like fun so okay so it's a summer what, the, what what are the favorite movies you're looking to go see
7: oh my gosh you're gonna like think i'm crazy but like i really don't watch movies Um, oh really okay the last movie i went to see in theaters was beauty and the beast and that was the first movie i had seen in like months
1: that's a good one though it was it was done very well and it was a lot of fun yeah go see wonder woman wonder woman's really fun yeah we saw wonder woman this past weekend and we really enjoyed it
7: Oh, okay. I'm going to put that on my
1: to-do list. So, Wonder Woman was really good, and I don't know. The Mummy opens this weekend. I think that might be fun, too. I like scary movies, so... Oh,
7: I like scary movies,
1: too. So, I'm like a horror movie buff, so anything that's kind of like a scary movie is probably what I like the best.
7: Yeah. No, I love scary movies.
1: So, do you have a favorite scary movie that you've seen ever in your lifetime? It doesn't have to be recent.
7: Um, I'm going to say... I'm not gonna lie. I'm still. You're gonna think that this is like really old school, but the ring, literally, good- that movie still has me like messed up, like big time. Oh, what can we have! My baby sister just came in.
1: Hi, baby sister. What's your baby sister's name? Eva. Eva. Hi, Eva.
7: It's the one that was always <laughs> running around.
1: Yes, I know, and I even saw, like, a, I don't know what you did. You did something else where, like, you were even doing a video or something, and you were like, oh, you know, my baby sister's photo bombing us or video-bombing yeah. video, video bombing us. Can I say hi real quick? Come say hi, Eva. She's wearing hi. Her-
0: hi. shirt.
1: Hi. How are you doing? Oh, and you have your Bianca Ryan T-shirt. So, Eva, how old are you? Four. Oh, wow, you're four years old? You're getting old already.
7: Yeah. <laughs> You are.
1: (laughs) You have a really big family, right?
7: I do. There's five of us all together, five siblings. So I have my older brother, then there's me. I have my younger sister, Bella, who's 17, then my younger brother, (laughs) Jagger, who's 14, and then my baby sister, who's four. So my parents are pretty freaking (laughs) crazy here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Eva. So what about, are are any of your other siblings, do they like to sing? Oh, push your your camera back up again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um,
7: Eva likes to sing. I know Jagger used to sing a little bit, but that's about all.
1: Okay, okay. So are they, in, so seven, one of them, seventeen. That's the seventeen-year-old Jagger. Uh, that's, no, that's Bella. Oh, Bella. Oh, oh my gosh, they're like, named after like Twilight. Okay. Yeah. So is Jagger is Jagger named after Mick Jagger?
7: Yeah, he is. And I'm actually named Bianca after Bianca Jagger.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Do you actually I, like? Do you like the Rolling Stones? Do you? Your, your parents probably like the Rolling Stones. Yeah.
7: My my dad um, my dad's a huge
1: Rolling Stones fan. That's that's funny. I, I think the Rolling Stones are like one of the greatest bands like of all time. And so even, you know, you're younger, so like you like they're not like probably relative for you. Even though since you live in a household with people who love them, they might be relative for you. But I think a lot of people your age don't even really know who they are because.
7: Yeah. No. Not many. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they are like one of the best like bands like freaking ever. So I, I love that though. That the people in it. Did you like? To, did you see the Twilight movies? Because someone's named Bella.
7: Oh my gosh! I was obsessed with Twilight. I actually read all of the books. That was like the first time I ever started really reading in my life.
1: Me too. I read the Twilight books, and I'm old. I read the Twilight books and the Harry Potter books are the only two series they I've were, ever. Read.
7: They were really really good.
1: So are you Team Edward or Team Jacob?
7: Oh my gosh! I kept going back and forth. Like, at first, of course, you're going to be Team Edward at first, but then you're, like, Team Jacob. And then at the time, you know, Taylor Lautner had more of, like, that appeal for, like, my age group. So then I turned into Team Jacob.
1: I think I would probably be Team Jacob, too, actually. Like, I've been watching, like, anything that they do since Twilight. Unfortunately, they're not getting, like, the roles that they should be getting um, or that I thought they'd be getting. But I I think I was Team Jacob, too, so I think I fucking... Oh, excuse me, I just said a bad word. I think I dug it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm trying to get out of using uh, using any bad language i almost made it oh well i made it all the way into the last minute okay so everybody this is bianca ryan you guys and that's her little sister in the background eva and Bye. she's got a brand new single called one day it's available now everywhere on all the digital download sites um it's friday she's got another single called what i gotta do it's going to be released and you can probably get and on all the digital download sites, and if you go to Just dot com, tomorrow the video is getting released for it. And you can follow her on Twitter at Bianca Ryan. You can check out her website Bianca dot com. You can follow her on Instagram and Snap. Is it Snapchat or Facebook? That's official Bianca Ryan. Um,
7: Facebook is official Bianca Ryan.
1: And are you on Snapchat?
7: I am on Snapchat, but I don't I don't snap as much ever since the Instagram story. But, yeah, I snapchat here and there. It's binkygirl222. Two, two, two.
1: I can't even figure out Snapchat. I guess I'm just too old to be able to figure it out because I have not yeah. not been able to figure that part out. But, okay, so follow her on Instagram, you guys, Official Bianca Ryan. She's not on Facebook that much, but you'll see the post. But definitely follow her on Instagram. Do you make your Instagram post to Facebook and Twitter at the same time?
7: Um, I don't do it. Yeah, I share it usually.
1: Yeah, that's the best way because then you cover all the different platforms. So yeah. everybody, So everybody, please go out, get the new single. She's an indie artist. She needs everybody's support. She's fabulous. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show and wish you all the luck with the new singles and the new EP that comes out. And uh, anytime you need anything, retweeted, Just let me know and I'll retweet it for you.
7: Oh, thank you so much. And seriously, thank you so much for having me. And honestly... To all the fans out there and to all of you, like, I really, really appreciate all of your support. You know, just streaming the song, you know, just streaming the song for free even means so much to me. Because I just, it would mean so much to me to get these songs charting, especially because I'm doing this all on my own. There you um, go. So, thank you. Thank you so much. And stay tuned for the new song on Friday. And you're going right. just Jared.
1: Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Bianca. <laughs> all right. Thank you- Alright everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope uh, everybody enjoyed the, the interview today. chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys later and have a great weekend. Chad, thank you.
3: Great job, Jimbo. Talk to you next week. Alright, bye-bye. What are we gonna be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool You can't trust me, we up the girls
4: take the party. Get down to Crazy Jimmy. Big up myself the known as I'll be the one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Page, I'm your one and only. Jimmy, stuff new celebrity We'll take you out to Jimmy.